Hey everyone, it's David here. And Carly. And welcome to the Live 3 podcast. This is something we've wanted to do for a little while. And we thought with everyone sitting around at home, now's the best time to start it. What we want to try and do in these podcasts is let you hear from both our coaches and we also want to get some guests on, give you some real good content around training, nutrition, some of the mental approach to training and and things like that that we always have internal conversations on, but we think it could be good for you guys to have a listen to what we want to talk about. So Carly, why don't you start by telling us a bit about your journey into being a coach and, and where that all came from? Um, it's actually a relatively fresh story. I got into um, looking after myself and my health after we had our daughter, who will be five this year. Um, I got quite fed up with um, just how I was feeling and um, and looking and how that was affecting my mental health. And I saw the need to make something more of a drastic change. I had tried... Um, eating healthy and going for walks and things like that and um, was focused a lot on my mental health and how to support that and I was at the stage of either taking medication for that or looking at what other changes I could really make to um, alleviate some of the stresses in my life Uh, and I took the plunge. I bought a kettlebell a single kettlebell and started working out from home and really um, focusing on the basics of um, calorie expenditure and just movement um, and doing it safely post-children. So that's always been a big thing for me. Um, But over the course of the next six months, I managed to lose close to 20 kilos. Um, Some of that was baby weight and being a new trainee as well. Um, It did shift relatively quickly. Um, But yeah, it, it stoked inside me a fire for just mental health for women post children, body confidence, learning about themselves, learning that they are stronger um, than they realize. Um, Yeah, when I look back on the journey, it was just a daily slog quite often in my PJs with my kids around me in my bedroom. Um, And although I got there and I did it. It wasn't easy. Um, it was hard and I wasn't supported, um, externally. Obviously I had support from David, but I didn't have a coach and I wanted to make the journey easier for other women, uh, that, you know, for myself, I was able to do it, but I am quite stubborn. Um, so yeah, from there I joined a gym, uh, fell further in love with the barbell, um, and lifting weights. David at that stage was already powerlifting. Um, and I just got into it off the back of that. Um, he said to me, I don't reckon you can lift that. And I said, watch me. (laughs) Uh, no, he was always quite encouraging and he, he saw the genetic side of it and said, you should be good at lifting. Give this a whirl. Um, and yeah, it, it, it was a new passion. Um, it was around then that, yeah, I really focused on actually getting my cert three and four and further knowledge and going from there. Um, yeah. And and how old are you? We will be 33 this year. So no spring chickens, right? Not really. <laughs> Can you keep telling yourself that, bud? <laughs> uh, and and w- 
with with coaching, was there anything in particular that you saw missing in the in the market when you looked at the PTs at the gym you were training at? Um, what was it that you wanted to do differently? With the fitness industry, it is really really easy to sit with just your entry level certifications, your Cert three and four, and um, there's not always a need to then um, undertake further education and continue to level up your craft. Um, I've seen quite a lot of coaches who, um, even with those Cert 3 and 4, still do really well because they're amazing, encouraging people um, and they have the ability to make their clients feel really good. Um, I want to be able to do that, but I also want to be able to provide for my clients the most um, comprehensive way of looking at movement and a lot of coaches particularly those ones who haven't spent the extra time on their education don't have the ability to break down a movement pattern and get their clients moving in the best way possible for them Um, everybody is built differently Um, my squat pattern is going to look different to a squat pattern of somebody taller than me because their lever lengths are going to be different Um, you know I I still remember I had a coach who uh, or a PT who I asked a question of, you know, I, I needed a hand uh, doing a clean. I was up at my max reps, <clears throat> um, pushing a PR, wanted a hand. And I said, can you just watch this for me and see if there's anything that needs cleaning up? I had been filming and breaking down my lifts for quite some time, um, even with the, the little knowledge that I had at that stage because this was quite a few years ago. And I just wanted... Um, somebody who had been in the industry for a while to just review it. He was walking past. I just wanted, you know, a couple of minutes of his time. And he watched me do it. Um, I don't remember if I got the lift or not, um, but his response to me was flare your lats more. And that has sat with me because I just thought, what? (laughs) It was the most unhelpful piece of I use the term loosely knowledge. Um, He wasn't able to coach to somebody who was particularly interested in bettering their craft and and their hobby. Um, And, and it was a, he said it really quickly and then he, he was out of there. He, he had no ability to help me break down my lift. If I had somebody reach out to me at that time, um, if I was that coach, for me, that would have been um, not just the ability to help them and um, encourage them in what they're doing, um, but also like people like that, if they respect you and they're wanting your help, if you can help them um, like that for free, imagine if you, in that you know two, three minutes that it took me to do that one clean, imagine what actually being their coach is like and actually being able to sit down with them and review their lifts weekly and, and really help them and encourage them and, and take on their nutrition as well and all those different things that help impact that athlete and get them to where they need to go. It just really is such a privilege to be able to do that with somebody and work with them in that way. Um, even myself, I have a coach. There's only so far I can get by breaking down my own lifts because I'm too close to, you know, the proverbial problem. Um, having somebody who is, um, isn't, you know, 
as emotionally attached and not getting frustrated with their lift or, you know, um, not getting frustrated in a cut or, you know, not seeing the muscle muscle gains that they, they want to see, um, having a coach to then go, all right, let's take a step back. Let's focus on, you know, that sliding scale and, and the, the small changes over time, as opposed to just right at this moment where you're frustrated. Um, yeah, I, um, there's a different class of coach out there. Um, and I want to be one of those ones. And with that word coach, so at Lift 3, we refer to, to our coaches as coaches. Um, what would you say is the difference for someone who's not necessarily been in, been training that long or, or they've gone to a normal gym and, and seen personal trainers? What would you say the key difference is between a personal trainer and a coach? The difference that we really focus on um, and that I see that is that kind of real polar opposite that I was talking about earlier a personal trainer I see is somebody who is an encourager while you're working out is somebody who can write a workout um they might make you sweaty and sore and puffed um but they're not necessarily going to see that systematic approach that a coach will that will plan out a, a macro cycle throughout the whole year or throughout a six-month period and go, if this is your goal, this is how we're going to get you there You there, um, in the most optimal, safest way. We're going to look out for signs of burnout. We're going to be keeping a monitor on your nutrition. We're going to support you through that. Um, whereas, yeah, PT to me is just that. I'll write you a workout that's going to thrash you and you'll feel it for five days um and you might come back for more because that's what you're after there's people all all over the spectrum um and that's not to say that those pts aren't being useful to people but um we are after a a person that is slightly more engaged who has goals and is happy to um follow a process and they're not just in it to get sweaty so so I guess another way of looking at it is, is a PT is a session by session. Here's some movements that we can put together to, to give you a bit of a workout. Whereas a coach is in that session is breaking down the movement patterns, really optimizing the way that you clients are moving, but then looking at it in the bigger picture. So looking yeah. at it over a longer term, is, is is that kind of what you're saying as well? Yeah. Oh, like we'll, we'll look at everything. We'll even look at your recovery and managing your stresses. Um, we're not there to get you sweaty and, and get you just moving for the sake of moving. Yeah, We right. want everything to be optimal and working in harmony. So where did the Lift 3 gym come from? Like, How did that start? Um, Lift 3 was something that David and I had talked about for, well, you and I had talked about for quite some time. Um, it was a bit of a, a dream that we'd had um, <clears throat> that um, happened quite rapidly, a lot quicker than we had initially planned. I was working at a gym that was an offshoot of a larger gym. Um, The company were putting a lot more focus into their larger gym, so the offshoot wasn't doing super well. Um, Working for them, we were a little bit more privy to that knowledge, and we looked into... um, basically taking over for them um and and what that would look like when we first walked into the facility we basically walked in and it felt like home it felt like 
um, the facility that we had wanted to open. Um, and, and the way they talked about it, it was like, okay, these guys are going to be competition for us in a few years time. (laughs) Um, but yeah, we were really fortunate that, um, we were able to do what we did. Um, and from there we opened Lift 3, um, with the idea of bringing a facility to the coast that really focused on, um, good movement patterns and educated coaches and really bringing a level of knowledge um, to people who were training on the coast that um, we hadn't really seen on the coast. We'd seen it at gyms in Sydney and gyms that we'd respected in Sydney, but um, yeah, not so much on the coast. And we wanted to have a facility as well that also focused um, more solidly on, you know, powerlifting and Olympic lifting and strongman. Um, We are not a body pump gym um we we love a barbell <laughs> I, th- I think as well <clears throat> in the tugger areas and especially we saw a a gap in the market yeah. for those good gyms gosford has um our good friend matt williamson mm. from one more rep who who does a similar style of high quality coaching yeah. high quality movement patterns so we really wanted to build a a gym that was just all about quality. It wasn't about creating a sleeper model where we had a thousand members and only ten of them ever turned up. We wanted to have a community that people would come to because of the the environment of everyone seeking excellence. So we wanted to have very good equipment, but we also have wanted to have very good coaching. Mm. Um, we didn't want to also work on a traditional rental model for coaches so we'd have a hundred coaches in there who were all just chasing chasing the members down harassing them to try and get pts out of them we wanted to build an environment where the coaches felt the freedom to coach how they wanted and also do that support so really build a a world-class strength and conditioning facility for the central coast Mm. um and I think we've we we're well on our way with that. Obviously, COVID's closed us down for a little bit, but mm. we'll be back. <laughs> but I I think as well, when you when you look at our our coaching staff, you look at Carly, Jesse, and and Brad, they all have their own um, unique qualities. Then they have their own style, but they're all exceptionally driven. So every single one of them has their own coach. So Carly is coached by um, a guy called Luke Tullock. Um, Brad's coached by a guy called Corey Baldock. Uh, and and they, they really are constantly striving to be better. Whereas I, I see a lot of PTs in, in, on the coast and in, in general. It's a very easy industry. There's a low entry point into the industry. To, you can do an online six-week course and then go and try and help people. So we really wanted to instill a higher level of coaching staff. So we don't actually hire anyone who doesn't have their ASCA Level 1, which is the Australian Strength and Conditioning Association um, certification. So we, we don't just hire a Cert 3, 4. We, we want to make sure that our quality is, is a lot higher um, than that. And that's really what we want to try and do. So we'll we'll finish up the podcast here, but this is something we want to start doing a bit more regularly. Um, probably want to try and aim for at least one a week. 
what we'll do over the next week though we'll probably do one or two podcasts just introducing you to both jesse and brad and, and where their stories are from what they're trying to do and things like that and then we'll probably start doing some different questions some different ideas you'll hear from people like brad on things around athletic development and carly and jess jesse on on strength um, development for powerlifting and, and strength sports and yeah we hope to provide a bit of value and and give you something to listen to through through this crazy time thank you for listening cheers guys